Hi, I'm Sadiq. And I'm Christian. And this is episode 55 of Shades of Brown. Uh, we're going to start off this week with all, like with Apple stuff. We, we have, we're going to start off with Apple OS updates, right? Uh, we're going to start off with iOS 11.3. So Christian, uh, I'm going to just let you take this one. Um, like all that actually matters. iOS 11.3 fixed more bugs and sh- there's like a new battery health indicator. Like there's AR kit stuff, there's new Animoji, and there's little things here and there. Uh, there's fucking hashtag business chat. But like honestly, all that matters are like the bug fixes and the fact that you can check your battery health now. And if you have a phone that was affected by the throttling, you can choose to turn it off at the risk of your device suddenly shutting shutting off. Which is uh, yeah, we I think we talked about that when that happened. Uh, the whole sort of uh, Apple just not. Apple fucking up, basically. That's that's what happened, and this is just basically Jim them just, and it's in beta, uh, so you know, take that as as you will. Business chat uh, also in beta. Mm, yeah, but nobody cares about business chat. Like that's that's the thing, right? It's just you know, yeah, yeah. I'm just shitting and, you, <laughs> shitting with but, you, joking around with you. I can't speak right now. Sorry, <laughs> but um, wait, wait, wait. I need to ask you though. Yeah. What is your battery health? We got to we have to talk about it. Like, wh- yeah, where are our phones at with our battery health? Mine's at hundred percent, which uh, is weird. You have a seven, which is really weird, actually. Yeah, uh, it. It's, I would expect like at least like a couple percentage drops, uh, like at least like ninety eight to ninety nine percent, considering the age. Like, I have an iPhone seven plus, and I bought it when the iPhone seven plus came out. So that's like uh, what it's like a year and a half now. Uh, Two years almost, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, but but my battery degradation apparently is not basically non-existent, which is Com- weird compared to me, right? Because my battery degradation, I'm at ninety eight percent right now. And fair warning, I have gone swimming with my phone before. Like I haven't had it submerged a lot, right? But I've definitely taken photos in water and stuff with my phone because it, it's waterproof, right? Like you can do that. Like Apple might not officially sanction it, but like it's certified enough where I can definitely dip it into the water a couple inches being submerged, right? And take some pictures or whatever. That's fine. It's not going to break. So I'm thinking maybe that might have something to do with the battery. Maybe, maybe but, but it, it also might be. be. Yeah, but maybe, maybe it's also usage patterns. Like, I think you use your phone way more heavily uh, than I do. Well, also, my, too, I live in Florida, right? Yeah. So my phone's out in the heat more. Oh, that's true. Heat, heat definitely, you know, affects uh, battery, like, degradation for lithium-ion batteries. Uh, and mine mostly sits at home on the charger. So it's like... Yeah, maybe it's not that surprising that my battery hasn't degraded that much. So, I guess. But and it's also the feature isn't beta, so it might not be, you know, it might be buggy. So I feel like the beta part is just like just to protect themselves. I don't think Apple appears. This number is the same number that Apple would use at like an Apple Care visit, right? When they run diagnostics on your phone, and those are ran on the phone. You just need a special profile to be installed by an Apple uh, genius. Um, in order to for that to be accessed, right? So I don't think the number itself should be in beta. Shouldn't it just be the same process they use to run their diagnostic tests? It's giving the uh, yeah, same hopefully, number? yeah, yeah, probably the same number, yeah. But you know, that's that's that. Um, also, podcast app got redesigned. Not redesigned. Uh, it got slight updates. Oh, slight updates. It was redesigned okay. of eleven, but it got so. I've been using the podcast app on my uh, iPhone, like the stock one. I normally use Overcast, and I recommend everyone use Overcast unless you have cross-platform needs. Otherwise, use Pocket Cast, right? 
like if you're like in that hashtag Apple Light ecosystem, right? Like just use. Wait, can can we just? I, I'm stopping the pod real quick to ask this question. Yeah. Why do we randomly say hashtag before things? Um, where, where did that joke come from? I don't remember I, why. Me and you both do this. I'm not I, like we're both complicit in this act. I, I think it it was just like a meme thing. I, I I don't. It was just like a joke from Twitter or Mastodon. I don't I don't remember. No, we've been doing it beforehand, right? Yeah. Listen to the first episode of the show. We're talking about hashtag brands there. Like, Ooh. was that a Twitter joke? Was that like a blog? Maybe joke? I think it was like a Google Plus joke. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Like a Twitter joke. It's the history of of the hashtag joke. Is- um, memeologist at me. <laughs> back to the pod though. Yeah, uh, back, back to um, the pod. Battery health though. Yes. Yeah. So no podcast app. So like I say, normally I recommend people use Pocket Cast or Overcast because uh, Overcast is the best if you only stick within like the Apple ecosystem. But if you have an Android phone, if you need like a good web UI, Pocket Cast is the better option. Um, but Overcast, their vocal boost and their smart speed features, I think, are better than Pocket Cast. But I've been using the Stock Podcast app because I use the HomePod to play podcasts. And that's just asking, um, hey, Dingus, play play the, play the my podcast. And that doesn't work with Overcast because Apple is a walled garden of grossness. Um, but so I've been, I've been testing that out recently. And it adds some sensible changes. So beforehand, right? If you wanted to play a podcast, how do you think you'd do that in a podcast app? You just tap the podcast? No, 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 no. On the stock podcast app, you tap the podcast, it takes you to a detailed page, and then you press the play button. Wow, okay. That's... So now <laughs> they changed it. So where if you just tap the podcast item in the list of unplayed podcasts, it starts playing the podcast. Wow. Because that's, that's how it should be? Yeah, that's like... <laughs> this. I feel like this is like... Somebody just finally got around to implementing this, and it's like, why was this not here before? Like, why was this? But like, why exactly? Like, who do you podcasts are not like RSS feeds, right? You don't like, you know, just you don't tap a podcast, go to the show notes, and then play. If you're subscribed to a show, it's normally because you enjoy listening to it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe because I make podcasts, I I think about them in a different way. But like, are you the same, right? Do you like just subscribe to podcasts that you need to like check the show description for? And I understand, right? There's some shows that are like sometimes talk about things that have content warnings. And that makes sense. So like, that's a good caveat to it. But in general, right? If it's like ATP, do I really need to like read the show notes beforehand? Only for the talk show, right? When Gruber wants to talk about baseball for 10 hours. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean, right? Like, that's a yeah. weird behavior to do by default. Yeah, like, by default, yeah. Like, I usually check show notes before I, uh, just to have an idea of what's what's coming up, uh, what they're talking about. Uh, or, or, and sometimes show notes also have, like, timestamps, so I can, you know, like, skip around or whatever. Uh, so that's, that's good. I do check them before I listen, but that shouldn't be, like, the default behavior, like, when you tap on, like, a podcast episode. Uh, in Pocket Cast, actually, uh, if you... If you wanna, if you tap on the podcast name, like the the episode title, uh, it actually brings up the show notes. But uh, you can just start playing right there from like the little play button on the side, so it's like not really that big of a UX problem. So I don't know. But there's like no play button beforehand. It's just it's fucking <sighs> it's fucking weird behavior, man. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how Apple thinks podcasts work. Uh, but you know. see, the thing is, right. This is like the old podcast app didn't work this way. <laughs> oh, this has introduced the redesign. But besides that, um, 
it's mostly bug fixes and new animoji and some other stuff, right? So 11.3, I say now, I said 11.2, I, that's what like iOS 11 is like, I can recommend to everyone. 11.3, like, just upgrade, right? Yeah, basically, at this point, you're, there's no point in actually holding back like your... If anything, you're like, harming your security of your device, right, by not holding back at this point, because all the major bugs have been fixed. Yeah, all the major bugs have been fixed, and this is probably going to be the last major release of no, iOS? No, no, no. 11.4 is coming because of Class Kit. Oh, okay. We'll, okay, talk, well, about, we'll talk about that kit, later, but, right? Yeah, some of that like stuff, a, Apple said straight yeah. about the event that 11.4 will be coming out for some of that. Okay. Uh, so, But other than that, I think this is this is the good time to upgrade to 11, uh, iOS 11 uh, if you've been holding back for this long. Uh, so yeah, there's also health records, but I don't think that's like, that's only in the U S and that's basically, if you have like, there's 36 health institutions, I believe that will, um, allow you to log in and have your records in health kit. Um, now I support this. Um, it's probably going to take a while for this to be meaningful, but I do support this because I think that portability of health records and putting, or at least having copies of your own health records be with like the actual patient is like a good yeah. thing in yeah, general it's, it's, yeah it's actually a cool thing it's just that it's gonna like all medical stuff it takes a long ass time for anything to get that like and honestly apple's just integrate a microsoft health vault because you think you think health vault isn't used i have no numbers to back this up but at least in the last two doctor's offices i've been to that have been in like different systems yeah their web portals have had like health vault logins Health Vault. I actually am not familiar with this. Is this like a Microsoft Health Vault? Mar- I believe there's two versions of it. There's a consumer one. Let me look this up real quick. I know it's a consumer one where you can send your medical records to it. It's at healthvault.com. Okay. And um, and then I believe there's another one where uh, businesses can, or like, yeah, Pieces of America, everything's a business. Uh, doctor's offices can integrate with it. Okay. So it's like a, sh- like a sharing platform for... Uh- like a hosting platform for health records, I guess. That's no, no, what no. That is. Well, I think I think maybe maybe for for providers it is right, but I know for consumers you'd be able to put a whole bunch of uh, records together into Health Vault, so you could have like one dentist's office and one doctor's office records together in the same vault. Does oh, that okay. makes sense, right? That makes sense. Yeah. So there's probably some sort of like B two B version of it that you can build on top of it and use it to actually store your records as a uh, medical office. Also, like a small change, apparently, uh, Safari autofill is is like requires like user interactions before uh, usernames and passwords are filled on web forms, uh, which is a, a good, good change. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is because uh, you don't want like random web forms like stealing your user data. That's yeah, yeah that's not that's not good. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's that's basically. 7.3. Like, I don't think there's anything else. Yeah, for the uh, most part, there's like some small health kit or not home kit authentication changes. Yeah. Um, outside of that, not really much else, but that's fine, right? Yeah, although, that's fine. Although, <clears throat> Apple, yo, Tim, Tim, <laughs> listen up, bro. So, <laughs> the Unicode Consortium, Consortium of Unicode, proposed a certain emoji set earlier this year. And I know, I know you saw that raccoon emoji. Because you guys put out a little thing showing like an iOS style raccoon emoji. Mm-hmm. Where is it, Tim? <laughs> it's probably in iOS 12. Uh, it's probably not going to happen with 11.4 either. It's probably going to be iOS 12. Why don't so. you want me to be happy? <laughs> why, why, why do I not to get to be happy? 
I deserve <laughs> happiness. That's all I'm saying, Tim. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so now we got WatchOS next, right? We got WatchOS 4.3. And this is actually a little bit more significant uh, of an update for WatchOS. I think. Like it, uh, it added um, iPhone music controls, which was surprising to me. I thought it had that already. Okay, so, okay, so, okay, so I need to explain this. So you know how music controls work on the watch right now, where it's at now playing app? We've talked about it before. Now, now playing app will catch any source of audio, right? So what they're saying is through the Apple Music app, you can now use that to play local music on your phone. Because beforehand, what the Apple Music app would do on your phone, would it would play music downloaded to the phone. Or if you had a cellular watch, it would stream it to like AirPods. So they're restoring that. So you can browse your Apple Music library through the music app on your watch. Like, let me double check that on my watch, but I'm pretty sure it's what they mean. But also the now playing app, they now let you do uh, AirPlay devices. So now I can send music to my um, HomePod from the uh, from from my watch, and I can use it as a remote for the HomePod, which is great because uh, that was that was that was a silly thing beforehand. But yeah, so if you go to music, you can hit on iPhone, and then you can load up albums and all that, and it'll pull from your phone, and you can start playing it back from there. Yeah. Uh- there's also new activity card that's like uh, that like shows you like the summary of progress uh, with your activity rings. That's in the Siri watch. Phase, that's in yeah, which that's I in Siri. don't use for battery life concerns. Oh yeah, yeah. I use that because it it works pretty well. Uh, Wait, you use the Siri watch face? Yeah, I do use the Siri watch face. I thought uh, you don't even have Siri enabled. Yeah, but you don't need Siri Siri enabled to use the Siri watch face. Wait, it does works. that mean it's like hampered in any way, or does it work the same? It it works just well, fine. Actually, you're in Canada. You don't get any of the features, right? Because in America, you'd have like uh, Apple News notifications. Yeah, you'd still, I don't, like, I don't have Apple. So you probably get the weather stuff, right? And like maybe yeah, workout, weather, predictive I workout get, stuff. Yeah, I get weather. I get uh, calendar events. Mm. Uh, stuff that's playing shows up on there as well. So it, it works. It's just not as uh, not as featureful. Uh, but yeah, this is this is nice. This is a nice little feature. Uh, there's also like the nightstand mode got like changed a bit it, it allows for uh portrait orientation so Fuck like this change why my home pod and my apple watch charge on the same thing right and you know if you tap the watch it turns on the nightstand right so i would used to turn it into portrait so it wouldn't because the base of the home pod thumps too loud and i'm charging my watch but now that there's a portrait nightstand i consistently just have it have the watch face on during at night if i'm playing music right and I'm like lying oh, in bed playing music because it's, it's turning a portrait was the hack because it wouldn't work in portrait. Oh no. <laughs> so oh, now, no. now I, I, it's, this is the, like, this is literally the most like privileged problem to ever have. Like, yeah, let's be real. Like, let's, that's... Be, y'all on Mastodon can drag me for this. Like, feel free. I will drag myself about this problem. That's why I'm not complaining about it too much. Yeah, but, like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, but I understand oh, how silly this is. Yeah, there's also a new charging animation. I think uh, the the animation for the when you put it on the charger, like the little uh, green circle, uh, it's it's a bit it's a bit it's nicer. It oh yeah, nice. and then there's a new animations for opening apps. Okay, so I didn't actually notice. That. So yeah, if you go to open an app you haven't opened in a while, and it does like the little spinny thing. Oh. Um, right now it will be a. Oh my god, all my apps are freaking open. I can't find one that. Let's go to what yeah, is that? Oh, I see it. It's like these little dots. Yeah, it's like dots spinning around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's really hard to show. I'm I'm (laughs) trying to find a YouTube video that'll explain it. Yeah, I see. I just launched like an app I haven't launched in a while. So it's yeah, it's like the little spinny. Yeah, it's like spinny dots. It's good stuff. And there's also a new animation where you unlock your MacBook. 
with yeah. your watch, it looks oh. it shows like a little key being opened, right? Oh, that's Be- cool. I it used to look like a yet. it used to look yeah. like a notification, right? Which which is probably you want to not look like that because you want it to be like something different, so it's really easily discernible that someone's unlocked your computer. Because if it looks like a regular notification, then you might dismiss it more, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's what uh, Watch OS four point three. Uh, next up, we have Mac OS ten point. 13.4 uh these version numbers are uh getting getting up there uh they probably need to you know i was mac os 11 when apple um all right so one change that's been like in all of these updates is the data and privacy change this is related to the uh the new privacy icon which is also related to the, the new eu law uh gdpr uh, which is coming up, like, like the law goes into effect soon. Uh, so that's like the Apple has this new screen where every time, uh, Apple feature asks for personal information, they show this, like, uh, two people shaking a hand icon, uh, which, which is indicating, like, you know, like, uh, this, this data sharing happened or whatever. Uh, so that's, that, that's, it's, it happened on iOS. It happened on macOS as well. So it's on both, both devices. TVOS too. Oh, it happened and, on TVS. And there's yeah. actually a tweet where, uh, because we're not going to talk about the TVS o- uh, OS update because say it with me, crowd. LOL, TVOS. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh my God, hold on a minute. Do I have it? Do I have it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. What are you looking okay. for? I'm looking for the sound effect. I'm looking <laughs> for it. Okay. Um, oh my, I'm so sorry. Uh, LOL, TVOS. <laughs> Oh god, this is bad. This is extremely bad. Okay, okay that was uh, terrible. I, I'm <laughs> now gonna have to put a content warning on this episode for Thunder because I know Thunder messes with some people. So apologies about that in advance. I will. I'll, I'll be sure to put a chapter marker in there. Uh, I was looking for the laughter, the laugh track, but I couldn't find it, so I had to do deal with that. It was thund- it was a thunderous crowd, but not the same crowd I was thinking of. But okay, because it. What, my my point before I got distracted. This is I can't have buttons, man. I can't have. I, if I have buttons, I want to push them. So on Twitter, someone uh, got a little fun glitch that showed the label text instead of the actual text, and the text for the privacy button was uh, dot apple dot gdpr dot something something something. So like this is specifically because of GDPR. Well, at least like the code name for it, right? In actual code, they're referencing GDPR. So it's like it's a pretty big indication, and also too. I think at this point, especially of how much Tim Cook has been blasting Mark Zuckerberg in the press. Ooh, yeah, that was just some. Okay, so there's a, a MSNBC interview with Tim Cook, and yeah. Kara Swisher was like, "So if you were in Facebook shoes right now, what would you do?" And Tim's just like, "I wouldn't be in this problem. Oh, <laughs> this would not be a problem I'd be having." Oh God, that was just like some. Like that's yeah, that, that's, that's, that was... that's a, a shade of brown approved burn. Did that, yeah, that's but, good. But like, my my thing is right. Like, I I think this Apple privacy stuff is kind of marketing, but at the same time, it is, yeah, I mean, it and is, it's, it it's is, straight up it marketing, is. right? But like, yeah, it is marketing. This might be a controversial thing to say, but like, I think they kind of mean it for the most part, right? Yeah, they, I like think, I think I they say think it enough they, yeah. that like Apple's safe enough of a choice if you care about privacy, just because of how strong they are their messaging. Because there's a certain point, right? Like, okay, sure, corporations are terrible. But we still have a legal system, and you can't be like, "Hey, 
we're gonna just like say we'll never sell your data and then do what facebook does right mm. like i'm not a lawyer like so fair warning yeah. on that one but <laughs> i i feel like that's generally a bad idea right right uh so yeah i mean the apple privacy stuff is i like i do think like their business is not data like it's like that much is like obvious like it's like if, if you just follow the money right the money is not being made from selling people's data right it's being made from hardware it's being made from subscriptions uh and yeah like it's not being made it's not it's, it's being made through the app store right it's being made from itunes uh it's being mac os uh the mac mac sales and I like iPads and iPhones. Yeah, and Apple Apple, Apple makes money by gouging education, not by selling your data. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh <laughs> God, God have mercy. Um, we were, I was like, we were, that's going to be our next topic. Uh, we we're getting to the education stuff uh, in a bit. I'm just going to finish up like the Mac OS. So we have uh, external graphics card support using. Uh, Thunderbolt, right? Uh, is that is that's what that is for yeah, Thunderbolt three? Thunderbolt three, yeah. Uh, for certain Macs, right? It's like uh, it's newer Macs. It's like uh, iMac computers twenty seventeen and later, and iMac Pro and MacBook Pro notebooks released in twenty sixteen. The Touch Bar and, ones, yeah, yeah, and later, yeah, so and not need... the MacBook. Not I right. don't have my computer can't do it because Apple hates me. Mm. Um, my computer also has a key that's stuck. I just want to complain about that. So I have an alt <laughs> key, and I when I tap it, it's real mushy. Um, I might actually record that sound and interplace it here because um, I want you all to feel the pain uh, <laughs> of how these keys sound. And then my colon semicolon key is starting to get there. All right. Um, there's Fuck some you, small, Apple. there's small, bu- small bug fixes. I think uh, probably a new security vulnerability because it's Mac OS. <laughs> they probably introduced a new one, right? What do you yeah. think it's going to be this time? Uh, last time we write, you had just you write root with no password. And you got admin access to the computer maybe this time if you just like spin around in front of your computer it'll just automatically like unlock <laughs> okay um so that's that's app like that's all the os updates we're gonna get to the education event which was what on tuesday right on tuesday in in chicago lane tech high school the, let me set the it, let me set the term to the thing here okay yeah. chicago has a charter system Charter schools oh, are. I know. I we. I have to. I. We cannot right, yeah, talk go. about this event without talking about a the venue, b Chicago school system, and c the context in which Apple is presenting it. Yep. So Chicago has this charter school system, which a lot of schools in the U.S. are moving to because schools don't get funded because we have a government that doesn't believe in funding education but wants us to be an edu- I don't understand things. So we that that that's fair enough. Everyone can agree on that, right? And so Apple had it at Lane Tech School, preparatory school, something like that. And this is a charter school. So we have to apply to. And I believe it's technically a public school. Some of them will offer, well, will you have to pay like a fee per year for the student to be in there. Some might not. Not all charter schools are the same. And this is a school that at least according to Connected, uh, Federico Vitici was saying that John Voorhees, who also works at Max Story and lives in Chicago, was saying that the school is in an area where parents make lots of donations to the school. Because in America, in America, schools are funded by property taxes. And so that leads to a system where poor parts of the cities don't have good schools because lower property values 
therefore less taxable income coming in to go towards those schools. Right, right. So this is the context. So Apple went to a very uh, a very white school. Like I don't know the numbers, but it's Chicago. Schools were never really desegregated in the northern parts of the country. Um, so it's probably a white school, and it's a rich school. And they sold teachers in an education market where teachers in West Virginia have been striking over, like I believe it's like a five percent pay increase. Yeah, they 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 shop them a three hundred dollar iPad mm-hmm. that doesn't come with a keyboard, right? That doesn't come with a pencil. Nope, and also doesn't come with good MDM software. Mm-hmm. But you get two hundred gigs free of iCloud storage, so like. This is the, there's the context of this event, right? Like Apple, Apple is saying like, "Oh, this is better than a Chromebook." But Not really. No. So, but regardless of that, right? Like, okay, so if you want to make multimedia and stuff, you can do that on an iPad better than you can do on a Chromebook, right? Chromebooks are better for like Word documents and stuff because you can type with a keyboard that doesn't cost you a hundred dollars. But the problem being here, Apple envisions every student having an iPad or a whole classroom having an iPad ios multi-user is super slow uh apple in the event was like oh ipads will be ready in under a minute to swap users can we just think about that for a second how long does it take you to swap a user on your computer right 10 seconds like windows has had fast user switching for how long Fuck, even Linux has, like, out of all the things that are broken on Linux, user switching is not the one. <laughs> no, no, Linux is very, very good. So, uh, so right, it's, like, this is, like, that's laughable. Yep. And I'm, I know I'm rehashing a lot of what's been said everywhere else, but that's, that's the important thing. We can't talk about this new computer without talking about the context. Because teachers should be paid more than, that, like, that's, oh, that's more the higher priority than students getting an iPad. And more importantly, what schools are going to be able to have a one-to-one program for iPads? Yep. Yeah. That's that's the thing, right? Like, it's... Yeah. It's everything they mentioned. It's like, uh, people were talking about this uh, all over. They were mentioning how, from a price perspective, actually, even at the lower education price, uh, it's not really cheaper to have an iPad, right? Than the Chromebook? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's iPad. Chromebooks are cheaper. Chromebooks like a hundred bucks for education, and also on top of that, Google Classroom is better. And as much as the G Suite name is gross, it makes me feel like you know I need to throw up like a Lloyd Blanks, Lloyd Banks like sign or like a fifty cent sign whenever I say it. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> whenever I hear G Suite, I just think of like G Unit. <laughs> oh God! But that's that's just me because I don't know, right? But like as much as I think Google stuff is gross. Google Docs, that whole suite is better than iWork because of mm-hmm. one reason, right? Collaboration stuff. Like, there's yep. a reason we don't do our show notes in iWork or like Apple <laughs> Notes, right? Like, it's not good. No, like, I just, I've not. used iWork and Keynote for, uh, I've used Pages and Keynote for like school documents, right? But outside of that, it's not good. It's definitely not better for collaboration and it's not worth the money you spend on an iPad. And so that's the thing, right? Google has better collaboration software for students. Google has better software for teachers, like sending assignments and stuff to students. There's better management systems, right? Like MDM stuff is better with Chromebooks than it is for iPads. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's because it's, it's like, uh, 
Like the Google is better at cloud services. And that's, also that's enterprise type things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like even to Windows too. Let's not talk about let's like not ignore Microsoft stuff, right? No, we can't ignore like Windows Microsoft, in the classroom yeah. as well. And more importantly, yeah. when Apple has been pushing ARKit, but Microsoft has been pushing like HoloLens. And HoloLens is cheaper because you can Microsoft has made it so HoloLens not HoloLens, but like Windows um VR, Windows Holographs, yeah. whatever the fuck Holo? they call it. We, we've talked about on a podcast before, right? I've talked about how it's like interesting for education. Those devices are like $100, $200 for headset. And sure, you don't give every student like one-to-one, but you can definitely order like 30 of them and like have them on like a cart that you bring from like one classroom where a teacher requests it, right? And that's, and you can do that with the existing computers in those classrooms. Because so like, how was it for you in high school, right? Like when you were in high school, oh my God, you were in high school like six years ago. Yeah, I graduated it's, like it's four been, years a ago. While. It's been a while. While we're old. Yeah, <laughs> I spent four years since I graduated. Fuck. But so how it was back when I was in high school, we had no laptop program, no one-to-one anything. There was uh, like a couple computer labs. They're all Windows PCs. And then any video classes would have IMAX. Only the video classes had IMAX. Um, web design, Photoshop, all those had Windows computers running uh, Adobe CS stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we had all, as you mentioned, uh, No, nobody actually had like personal computers like that like one-to-one computers uh all computers were in lab settings like uh computer labs in the library or some classrooms had like computer classes uh had computers like these are all like dell optiplexes running like windows xp or was that windows 7 and it was windows xp at that point uh so they're running windows xp on 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 this on the tdsb like uh the school board's domain right it's like Windows. So you, you're, you're on the, you log in using your student ID and a password, which would be on the, on the same domain, right? So that's, that's how that worked. There was no, like, you know, what to what program. Like the last couple of years of my high school, uh, I actually had a laptop. Like I had a MacBook Pro, uh, that I would bring to school and everybody would just like be like, wow, that's, that's kind of cool. You can actually use it. And I, but it's not really cool because there was no Wi Fi. So it was like, and then they look at YouTube, right? And they'd be like, but wait. You have a laptop that's cool, but like, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. People would just be like, why, why do you have one? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like my school had Wi-Fi, but like it was the same situation, right? Like, I don't know. So we don't come from a world where kids have iPads. I think some of my family members, they're the younger ones in elementary school. They get Chromebooks. Um, some, I think some of them use them in school. I don't, one of them might actually take them home, right? That's used for like homework assignments, but it's mostly just replacing paper, right? And they're still managed by the school and all that. And like, I don't think we're going to have an argument about is technology in the classroom good? Because I, that's like, I think that there's benefits to using it. Like if it's, it's like any other tool, right? Like, like our pencils good, right? Like it's like, are like calculators good? Like calculators are good in a math class and a laptop is good in a programming class. And a Mac is good in like a video editing class, right? But as a whole, right, this whole future where Apple is like envisioning like this weird pseudo like post late stage capitalist future where every kid has a <laughs> tablet, right? Like yeah. that's how does that make learning better? Sure, it makes it cooler, right? Like, yo, that's dope that like you get like you'd be making these dank ass presentations in iMovie, but like does it yeah. matter? Mm, does does I mean it's it's just not it's just another tool in the teacher's arsenal, right? Like that's the thing, right? It, it allows teachers flexibility. It allows them uh, new ways, right, to teach stuff or present stuff or you know visualize uh, things. So it's it's not bad. It's just that you know the way it's being presented is just like some sort of like 
revolutionary uh, thing that's just going to change education. Uh, Apple's like, oh, we're going to make education so better. You know what makes education better? More funding? Yeah, yeah. Because you know what you do then? <laughs> you hire more teachers and you make classroom sizes smaller so students don't have to compete with each other for like the same. And I'm, by compete, I mean, right, if you have one teacher and a like 33 kids in a class, like it's harder for those kids to learn because there's like more distractions and it's harder for the teacher to manage it all. Like, like I'm not an expert in education, so I'm going to straight up say that, right? But in ge- I believe it's like a generally accepted rule, right? Like that's, and I know I'm using like vague terms and stuff only because I don't really have access to any journals. But I think we like it's common enough that most people agree at this point, right? That like smaller classroom sizes are good. It allows allows the teacher to like you know actually pay more attention to each student. So yeah, that's that's why small class sizes uh, are better. It's just more funding is not is the solution. Not not iPads. So wait, how's your high school though? Is it like all run down in Canada? Or you're in Toronto, not, right? So Toronto probably got good funding. I imagine Toronto, unless you're that in, like, the depends. Hood. I mean, it's funding here works differently than it works in. The states, I guess, like I, I actually don't know much about how public school funding works here, but it is like provincially. Help static l- learn about uh, local and state <laughs> municipality policies. A new podcast from Stipes Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, like, no, public maybe schools. that's what we should have Black Hole on for. Black Hole, oh, please explain how Canada works. Someone has been oh, living God. there for fifteen years, twenty years. Uh, how many years uh, has it been? What me? Yeah, uh, how many years have you lived in Canada? 10 years okay yeah. please explain canada uh, to someone who has lived in canada for 10 years wait don't you have to know this stuff to pass your citizenship test no i didn't have to take a citizenship test because i was under 18 at the time oh uh, oh, all, oh all you have to do is write stand in front of the flag and sing whatever the national anthem yeah, is yeah. what's yeah, the national yes. anthem of canada sing it oh canada i'm not saying <laughs> <it. laughs> <laughs> i'm not singing oh canada because mostly i don't actually remember most of it right now so <laughs> Model Canadian citizen right here. Uh, no, oh my god, this is gonna get cut and put into like some xenophobic YouTube video. I hope you know oh that. God, hey, hey, for everybody listening, I have my Canadian passport right here. So yes, as want- you can see, as you can see on this podcast, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> I'm gonna knock it onto the mic or something. Uh, but now, yeah, <laughs> look uh, at the chapter art. It'll be a Canadian passport <laughs> closed. <laughs> oh god, uh, but yes. Uh, the Canadian education system, like, it depends. Some schools, like, you know, like you, it's not really, I don't think funding is distributed in the same way as it is in the States. Uh, it's probably funded by the province, which is funded by the, probably the general tax pool. Like, this is all, it's just some guessing right now. Like, it's, I don't actually know for sure how, how, like, TDSB gets its funding or how it's distributed, uh, school wise. So that's, Something you should uh, look into. That's something prob- you should look uh, maybe, into. Maybe, no, probably. No, 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 this is it. No, 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 no. I'm going to, I am going to argue this. You should be more involved in your local politics. If anything, that's vote. Wait, Canada has like a democracy, right? Like you guys vote in local elections, right? Like that's the thing yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then how'd like, you get, how'd you get a, a mayor that just does crack? Uh, <laughs> how, how do you get any bad politician? You, get, no one votes. That's how you exactly. get it. Uh, well, so, not, not, not just that. Yeah. Just, know many things uh, so um vote more in canada <laughs> there you go um okay let's stop shit posting and actually talk about this fucking yeah well iPad. let's actually talk about what they announced uh, instead of like shitting all over it because i feel like we need to actually okay so they announced a new ipad 
It's yeah. an iPad. It supports the Apple Pencil. It has the same screen. It doesn't have a, not have a ProMotion one. It has the same body. It has a higher resolution camera sp- that's been geared more towards the AR kit stuff. Um, and it has an A10 chip. Not an A10 Fusion. I believe it just has an A10. So it's like, it's a little, I believe a little, it's around the speed of like an iPhone 7. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the starting at so it's nine point seven inch uh, starting at three twenty nine US dollars right uh, for the Wi Fi only version uh, for the thirty two GB Wi Fi only version the is also the cellular version apparently for this one uh, so, only the US probably does does Apple to sell you their stuff outside the US yeah, I imagine yeah, some yeah, European we, countries yeah yeah no we do we do have cellular iPads it's just extremely expensive like it's just oh because data right. Yeah, like why? Like you have to pay a carrier to like get like service for it, and its data over here is already expensive. So it's like probably not a lot of people actually. Oh, well, that's weird. You have to do separate data lines. So in America, how it works, right? No, I mean it's not separate. But you just have to pay a Canadian carrier more money, which uh, is so not like appealing. for me, right? If I got an Apple Watch with a uh, cellular, it'd probably be like five or ten dollars just to have it on my line. But but then it'd be part of my data pool, so it'd be part of the six gigs I already get as part of my plan. Yeah, so like. In, like if you have like a like a plan with any uh, major Canadian carrier, you can probably just get like a like a data data only uh, add on thing. So for for your iPad, but it's like you just have to pay carriers more money, which is not appealing to anybody really. Uh, so it's like it's not a common thing unless you like really need it. Like if you're like you know a uh, business like professional, Feder- uh, like a business professional, or you're like Federico or something, you. Um, you that's like your only computer or something like you would get this other version but yeah other than that yeah so more speaking about only computers though like let me just say right now this is a good computer like as much as i want to shit on it for education purposes because i I love making fun of the american education system it's a very it's a very good past a very fun pastime of mine um like if you genuinely right like if you need a computer just to like do computer stuff and like you don't do like advanced content creation right you don't really program or anything like that just get this ipad right like i like i like i mean that in like a serious way right like it compared to this or like a 300 hundred dollar windows pc you just get this right and i understand our audience is probably just unsubscribe every podcast just blocked me on all four of their <laughs> mastodon alts and said fuck you i need also or like i need some linux thing on here but get like use the laptop that has that right like i'm saying this computer is for people who are not you and there's a lot of people who aren't you or me right like the majority of people I, aren't you <laughs> i can't statistically speaking the majority of people aren't me right or aren't you so i can't use this computer like a podcast and i do other things right i administer a website but like almost no one does that like we have people on like so okay so let's say like someone who like you know Maybe they work at like in a like in an office or whatever, and they have like an office computer, and then they just go home. Why? Why isn't they, this could be their computer, right? They can do like social media stuff with it, watch videos on it, use it for all twenty four of their chat app discourses, you know. And they can do some light creation on it with like the iWork suite or like some of the good professional. Uh, yeah, apps, like GarageBand. Right? Yeah, Garage you can Band. just mess around with stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not devoid of creation stuff, but it's it's definitely like like it's it's it's, it's computing light, right? Yeah, but but it is, it is most people just do computing yeah, light, right? Like that's yep. the thing. Yeah, <laughs> there's games on. You can get fucking get Fortnite on this. Yep, and you, you can, can play get... with people on PC. Yep. <laughs> so like what I was saying, right? Like this is a good computer. This is better than probably most Chromebooks. Um, in terms, let's let's let me take 
let's abstract out the keyboard thing because we can talk about that in a minute, right? I'm talking about like pure processing power and like the the frictionlessness of doing this, right? Like you have multitasking on this, you could do a lot. Like this is someone's this could be someone's like really good first computer or just a computer for general like web browsing and stuff. And that's like something and like people are out here buying like twelve hundred dollar MacBooks just to like browse the web and like type up documents for college and it's like just buy this mm. iPad, right? Yep. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And it's, I don't it's... mean that in a meaning way, right? Like no, no, no. Just, most people don't use their computers for like the super all all the things we want to say we do, right? Like no one only like schools and like businesses really like use the creative cloud suite, right? Like I don't think that many individuals use it. I think it's more of like organizations that fund Adobe stuff. And now I know there's individuals who are listening who are like, I pay for it by my own, but like I don't think that's probably the majority of their uh user base. Um people there's an office on it, Office 365 will work on it. Office from mobile is really good. It does most of the things you need, right? Like that's what this computer does, most of the things you need. And um I think in 2018 it's time to stop looking at tablets as some separate part of it and just think of it as like a cheap computer that might not do everything but is good enough and that's fine right and like you're gonna get this is gonna be fast for a while now mind you only has two gigs of ram so you might in a couple of releases it might start running into walls because of how ios works but for now and for like the next couple of years and it's 300 dollars. it's yeah the, the 300 price is really like you know uh, and if you can get education pricing for it, that's even better, right? Oh, uh, you could totally get education pricing if you just pretend. Apple, for their education store, doesn't actually make you verify that you're a student. Yeah, they don't. They, you just like... <laughs> you just say, hey, I'm a student. So if you buy this online, if you go to an Apple store in person, you have to show them your student ID. Yeah. Or you can just finesse your way and be like, oh, I forgot. But like, honestly, you just go to the website and you buy it online. I, they don't actually verify that you're a student. Yep. So you can just get it like even cheaper. So like, get it? Uh, like, I kind of want to get this right. I, don't I need an actually iPad. same, but like this, it's kind of like pointless because like what do I do with it? <laughs> exactly. I've also I've seen promotion and like that's ruined my eyes. Promotion so great. really. Uh, I don't have any promotion devices, so it's like yeah. Don't uh, don't don't go to an Apple store and don't play with those new iPads. I yeah. It, I'm not planning on going. To me the and Apple you store, are too but... much of a display enthusiast <laughs> to do that and walk out of that unscathed. Because every time I look at anything that's not that new iPad, I'm just like, Whew. yeah. So, you always talk about the smooth 60. There you go. So, like, look at the Canadian price. Uh, it's like getting up there. Like, with, with Apple Care, it's like going to be like $500. Uh, How reasonable is that in Canadian dollars, though, right? That's actually not bad. It's just, I'm just saying, like, just be aware. Well, like, of compared it. to like computers, though, right? Like, as a computer, though, like, that's not a bad price for computers. That's not, that's not a and bad price. And mind you, you get Apple Care included with that. So, that means I think breaks, like, the first two or three times, you're good. And it's screen replacements are super cheap afterwards. Yep. So. Yes. Uh, so that's the new iPad. Uh, optionally, it has a pencil, right? Which is optional. It has, it has a pencil, uh, yeah. but it also has a crayon, which you only get an education marker. It actually looks really cool. I know everyone's saying it looks yeah, cool, that's actually, but I just want to hop on and just say that also looks pretty dope. Yeah, that looks nice. It's like a nice looking uh, silver and orange uh, thing with, with a nice charging port on the back, uh, on the top, I guess. Uh and uh, apparently there's like new cases and stuff like Logitech announced like cases for this new iPad that look like extremely they look like laptops right like they're meant to like replace yeah, yeah. Like, it looks it's it's like it's that super tough like little kid case that Apple doesn't want to build yep because that Johnny I would be too pissed and walk out <laughs> like I know I stole that joke from like 10 people but like that's probably the truth is why Logitech made these things but 
also too right like this is a good tablet for artists i think like if you just want um, to draw maybe yeah i mean yeah like okay like, okay so like i'm not going to say this is going to replace like a full wacom photoshop workflow right yeah or illustrator workflow right but for like right. people who just want to like doodle and stuff right <laughs> definitely for beginners, like, i guess yeah like let's just like real quick let's talk about making things because right i just want to say you don't like need like you don't need logic to make a podcast right no, like, that's no, very no, clear, no, right? Don't. Like, like you don't need Photoshop to do things, right? So, like, someone who has this computer can just like get into drawing really easy, and they have like a really good t- like stylus for it and all that. Yeah, also, also an OS that doesn't like suck, you know. So, ooh, that's... Android burn, nice. I mean, that's not really Android burn as much as it a Windows burn or a Mac OS burn. I don't know, Mac OS doesn't suck that much, but you know, it, it feels doesn't like suck that. that much. Windows is pretty good stylus. No, support. I'm just, I was just making a joke at. Every OS is expensive for no reason. Uh, that was that was what I was doing. But I mean, it's it's an OS that will like that you don't have to worry about the OS. Like I think that's like the key question. Like you don't have to like worry about file systems or like. Uh, and I know there's people listening who I, I have to keep ca- every time we talk about the simplicity of all this stuff. I really need a caveat by saying we're not talking about you. But if you care <laughs> about the file system, firstly, you are in the you are in a very small majority of people. Minority. My minority, yeah, my very <laughs> small majority. Yeah, that's how that works. Small minority of people. Because right, like this is the thing with computers. And I I I I like more caveats on top of caveats. I recognize that I am using a lot of like generalizations. But I feel safe in making that. I feel safe in saying that most people don't give a fuck about the file system. Uh, most people don't give uh, two shits about like the fact that you can't set apps as defaults. Like maybe that gets annoying. It but, like, gets it's annoying. That's not like a yeah. thing people feel strongly about. No, no, no. And that's, iOS yeah. is good enough for good for most people, and it does most of the things you need it to do, and it's consistent, and it's pretty bug free. You get pretty great battery life. It supports all the apps you need. Yeah, and, and it gets security updates. You know. You know, just just saying. Uh, so, overall, a pretty good experience. <laughs> I'm trying to like dig at Android, but I'm trying to avoid it because, like, I feel like we shit on Android enough. Like, to... Listen, listen, listen. As I said before, <laughs> I love the open source community. I just don't like Android. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. Um. So with that though, let's probably stop shitting on this. And yeah, uh, there's so just I guess there's some event before I go and shit on something else. Um, Apple release schoolwork, class kit, a bunch of other software that's supposed to compete with Google apps and Microsoft's office 365 for school stuff. But um, it still isn't as good as it. Um, iPads are still expensive for it. teachers. School systems, give your teachers more money. Uh, parents demand your teachers are paid more. Uh, the U S government go fuck yourself, I guess. Um, <laughs> but with that, with that, that's the education event. Um, yeah, oh, a really God. great presentation there, though. Apple, like the, their slides are getting like a one. Like they, they had those custom fonts <laughs> the, the, that looked hand drawn, right? Like the, yeah, those they, they, are they, good they, stuff. The market, but also is wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. They have that, but the website they used images. Yeah, that's that's an accessibility issue. Like for real, like what is no that shit? no? They alt texted. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to post screenshots of text as long as you alt text uh, that's sorry I'm making no. fun of someone on Mastodon who doesn't <laughs> listen to the show <laughs> yeah Apple like Apple web web team what what is going on what is have you shit? seen the web page for the Mac Pro like they don't give a fuck I feel like marketing has taken over like the Apple web team like that's what's happening there right like, at, like they don't give a fuck now oh my god uh, speaking about apple web stuff this is completely unrelated but since we're talking about it i was in class the other day and like 
someone, right, was like on their Mac and they were looking at their iCloud email, right? You know how they were doing it? Not through the native mail app, but in a Chrome window at iCloud.com. Oh, God. On their Mac. Oh, God. <laughs> and okay, maybe it was for a different Apple ID, but I don't think so. That's, oh, that sounds painful. The Apple web stuff is really bad. Like, it's really painful to use and it's slow as hell. Like, it's try using. Better. It's gotten better. It's gotten better, but like, try using notes on, on iCloud.com. Like, ugh. It's just painful to use. Like, it just feels like, it feels like a desktop app running in a web browser and not in a good way. Like, it just feels like slow as hell. I don't understand how they make web apps this slow. It's Apple. Apple doesn't know how to do web services. Yeah, they don't Jesus. do enterprise stuff. They don't do school stuff well. And they don't do like web services well. But um, with that, though, we got 10 minutes left in the show. And it's to, to shit on Destiny 2. All right, let's do okay. it. Let's, let's shit All on right. video games. Destiny 2 this week had the Go Fast update. Please, no Sonic jokes. And <laughs> um, on this update, uh, it basically, they bumped up everything. Everything got a buff. Movement mm-hmm. speed, recharge time, weapon potency, spawn times. Like, everything got buffed, essentially. There's a little nerfs here and there, but for the most part, everything got buffed. And with the... The idea is to make the game faster, to address user complaints that it's not fun to play, it's a little monotonous, right? The the sandbox team was like, okay, what if we just made it faster as a whole? And this update also brought back um, Rumble in the Crucible and 6v6 playlist modes for Iron Banner when that comes back around. So that sounds great. And for the most part, it's a good, it's a good update. I've been playing it. I've been liking it. Um, my only issue is with Rumble and that power ammo it comes too quick so it becomes a game of who has the the shotgun or who has the uh rocket launcher and spawns are fucked <laughs> the other day i was playing a match of rumble and i spawn and i spawn in the same spot as two other dudes and we just look at each other it's like in like, 2018 you, not not like, like different spawn points near each other literally the same spawn points where our character <laughs> models are all mashed together you think a company that has been making first person shooters uh for a while now it's not like this is a, this is a bungee's first attempt at making a first person sh- shooter game uh like how do you fuck up spawns like how is this how is this still a problem in 2018 like game developers please add me like how is this hard like why is this hard is it hard or is it just bungee like somehow like- you know you know game you know like all the, we we are friends with game developers they're definitely going to at you explain to you how hard it actually is i just i just want to put that out there yeah, like I'm, I'm actually curious. Like I'm actually like I, I was bullshitting early. Like I'm actually curious. Like how, why, like why is spawn, like spawn algorithms? I guess it's probably math, right? You have to like it's probably like an issue with the math that makes these spawns all fucked, or like yeah. some sort of like physics bug. Like I imagine there's probably a reason for it. They're probably gonna yeah, fix it's probably it. definitely. I'm just yeah, mostly shitting around. I'm just curious how this is like a problem that still exists. Like it's not like no. Like reloading a gun, like that's like a common thing. Like you usually don't fuck that up, but like, uh, like spawns. Like how are spawns hard? Is it just because of the dynamic nature of it? Is it like the network nature? Uh, it's like like what is it? Like is it, that's probably like interaction with like you know how it's a multiplayer game and like you have server side stuff happening, you have client side stuff happening. It's like what is going on? Uh, so game developers, please add me. Uh, explain to me, please. Thanks uh what else so like i don't really want to talk about the update honestly like because it's fine okay because like there's two things here it's destiny you know what you're getting at this point 
it's destiny. We we have talked enough about that on this podcast, <laughs> but the thing that really is interesting about this update is that people just want Destiny One. But 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 mind you, in Destiny One, everything that Bungie tried to address at the launch of Destiny Two is focusing on feedbacks about Destiny One. And there's a broader there's a broader thing. This is just games, this is art, this is music, this is podcasts, it's everything. It is listening to the complaints of your community and trying to address those specific problems or address those sentiments. And this might be a potential hot take, but I think you should try and address the sentiments and not the specific complaints. Because um like it's not that people don't know what they want. It's that people if you don't if you don't design a game you you don't know the right terms to use to make it to to like describe the problem you're having, right? Think of a podcast, right? So say I get audio from Static and it's super screechy in some parts, right? And I put it out and someone just says, Yo, yo, Christian, this podcast just sounds loud. Like I don't know. It sounds harsh or something like that, right? There's about 10 different ways that can be interpreted. Either the volume is literally too loud. Um I had too strong of a compressor running on it and it made things sound weird. I messed with some EQ stuff. So it was bumping some frequencies in the wrong way. Or someone just had the gain really fucking loud in the recording and there's not much I can do about it. And it's your job as like a creator, right? To take that in and try and figure out what they actually mean by what that. What they right? actually meant. So in, in, so in a game, video game sense, like often people complain about bad net code, right? That's a common. Yeah, it's like name. it's lag, but like, it's, what do you mean by lag? What do you, what do you mean by lag? Like, where is it lagging? What is lagging? Is it just like the feedback is not good? Like, if you, if you shoot a gun, does it just feel bad? Is or is it actually lag? Or is there like server side lag? Or is it like client side lag? Or is it like just it doesn't feel smooth? Is it like an animation thing? Like, what is it? Like, that's the thing. Like, what do you, like when developers get feedback, it's gonna be like, oh yeah, the game is laggy, or like it feels like the game's network performance is not good. Like, what does that actually translate into? Like, what is the actual problem? Right? Like, that's that's what we would try to get at. Uh, it's like, like when when like people complain in forums, like Destiny Two is like doesn't have content or it, like uh, it doesn't have. What are the com- common complaints about Destiny Two? Actually, like I don't. It's repetitive. I, there's not enough to do, and it's like objectively. Like from objective standpoint, there's more content now than there was in Destiny One, right? At the same time period in its launch, right? When we were at the Dark Below and we were at Destiny Two, right? In the second, in the in the first expansion, Destiny Two has more things to do than Destiny One did, but it's how the content's presented, it's how it all works together. Yeah, so it feels like there's not enough content. Like the the content that exists is not compelling enough. I think that's that's the. it's almost like and it's the rewards want... you get from the content, right? A lot, because, a so, lot of so Bungie yeah. was like, people in the were like, "There's not enough to do." So Bungie added like missions and milestones and like other like little tasks you can do while playing another task. But the rewards you get from doing those challenges, right, aren't worth doing it, right? It's like, and it's also it's sort of like so you know how everyone complains that Apple software isn't stable, right? But but like objectively, I'm pretty sure in Apple's internal bug tracker, Apple said this before. The amount of bugs they catch and the amount of that their software crashes is super low. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so that's not that, But yeah, but that's not the complaint we're talking about. Right, 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 right. right. Because like, if Apple Watch Unlocked doesn't work, 
who cares if that nothing actually crashed and there's just like the network connection got weak. So with some arbitrary value in the software was met and it decided to not complete the handshake, right? Like that's, that's the problem there is that it feels like it's not working. It feels like it's not working. Yes. It's all about appearances, right? It doesn't. So if a, if a game's net code feels like it's like, you know, not smooth and it doesn't feel like it's, it's like, uh, like you're not getting the correct feedback from weapons. Like, is that the net code, or is like, like what? Like, even if the net code is fine, like it just feels like it's bad. Like, it's not the net code could be, could be like the best net code ever written, but it's like if it doesn't feel good, like people are going to complain about it in forums, right? It's that's, that's or even too right. It could be that the audio mixing is not good, and if someone says a gun doesn't feel right, maybe it's because like it literally the sound of the shot isn't loud yeah. enough. Yep. Right? Like that's a very sound. important thing. It's a textural aspect of it. And, <laughs> and now, mind you, right? Like, let's not, let's not discount the fact that Destiny 2 is a greedy, disgusting um, loot box simulator. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, let me, let me just put that out there. <laughs> Fuck Bungie. <laughs> oh, Fuck loot boxes. <laughs> oh, like, that needs to be put out there. But these, yeah. we're talking about separate issues. We're talking yeah, about, we're talking about separate issues. Yeah. Loop, all these gameplay problems have nothing to do with the actual loot box system. Um, but we still have to bring that up because fuck loot boxes. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Everworks. Uh, Tess, you're not my friend. <laughs> Tess, you it's ain't a real one. Oh, God. Uh, God's yeah. plan is not for Tess. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, mm, Cash. Mm, no. No, we're not doing that meme <laughs> on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Uh, you're the one who started it. I just want to put yeah, that out there. I'm sorry, but it's 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 over. Uh, Destiny Two, like I I haven't touched the game since I finished like the like the all the content except the uh, except the raid, and I didn't get the season pass. Like none of this is compelling enough to co- make me come back to the game right now. Like that's that's the thing I'm saying. It's like what like what who's this update for me um <laughs> like it's clearly me. It's, it's it's honestly for me so i'm pretty sure destiny's probably still making bungee money otherwise yeah, no, it would have no, shot there, right the people yeah, still playing yeah. destiny no, um, no that's we're underestimating how many people actually play this game like it's it's a triple a title yeah uh, so that, i think honestly like my defense of Destiny is that yes, Destiny is bad, but Destiny is comfort food. Destiny is gaming comfort food. Destiny is a multiplayer shooter I can go to, and I know I'm going to at least have a minimum bar of a good time. Mm. And that's like Overwatch to me, right yeah, now. right? Because yeah. like you know, I've been trying to play Skyrim. But you know, it's work fucking starting a new quest line in Skyrim and like oh, actually co- committing myself to it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Destiny is something I can just hop into. It's real easy to hop in and out of. And big single player games aren't, and for good reason, right? Like. I'm not, this is not saying Skyrim or Tomb Raider or Horizon Zero Dawn are bad, but they're just made to pull you in for longer periods of time. And sometimes, you know, when I get out of work, I just don't have the spoons for that, right? I just want to, like, you know, shoot some aliens. Yeah, exactly. This is why, like, you play, like, uh, like, like Overwatch. Like, I just play, like, a couple matches of quick play and then I'm out, right? It's not like I'm committing to, like, a multi hour, like, uh, sit through, sitting through, like, multiple story missions and like, you know, like actually like doing a bunch of content. It's not that, right? You just want to play like a couple rounds of, uh, couple rounds of quick play and then you're out. So that's like, uh, gaming comfort food, I suppose. Uh, I think people have different definitions. Like some people have been calling the new Far Cry game, uh, basically like McDonald's of video games. Um, and that's good. Well, mm. okay. So let me say something real quick. Um, <laughs> 
Far Cry, fuck Ubisoft. Oh God, <laughs> because that that story of like them trying to play American politics. You got to go mm-hmm. hard. You got to go hard. You like it's either you know you set the clown on fire, or you don't. Right. Now, I've been considering getting that game, by the way, like because I need like a new open world game to fuck around in. So, oh my God, just get GTA Four Five. I already have. I have already played GTA. Like, oh, I've never played GTA Five. I play like eighty hours of it probably at this point. Okay, uh, so, but like that's, that's the point. The point being, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh my, we talk- god. I don't talk about Far Cry, but like I don't even know what I was talking about. We're we talking got- about comfort games, oh, like comfort games, about- right? So, yeah, like okay, so McDonald's as a corporation is terrible. Like, yes, please don't <laughs> add me, anti capitalist. I, I I do understand that, but like cheap shitty food that always tastes the same is all right, right? Like people like mac and cheese for a reason, and. <laughs> some games are like that right like halo 5 is like mac and cheese for me right yep like i know what i'm going in for i know what i'm getting predictable but i fucking love it because it's well done right yeah and like okay if i play a lot of halo 5 i'm gonna feel like i'm gonna get indigestion right but you know sometimes it's worth it sometimes you gotta indulge yourself um (laughs) but yeah i think that's i'm out of steam now i'm I'm out of steam and we're we're running we're we're at a time uh, usual time mark so uh, uh yeah it's been shades of brown for the week um yeah if you want to add us about hot takes we have a new yeah. account a new account it's at static safe at mastodon at zombo cloud <laughs> and that is the one official source now for all for all um feedback feedback um yeah you can add me at, at static safe at mastodon.zombocloud.com um and you can email us uh contact at two shades of brown.com it is the sidebar on two shades of brown where you'll also find the show notes. Uh, so that's two shades of brown for this week, episode 55 and goodbye. Um, you can find me at <laughs> it's the business. Go fuck yourself. Static. Don't erase me. I exist. See, see you, you mentioned that uh, all, everybody can add me. So well, I, I like, mean, no, but know? follow me and tell me I'm cute or something like give me validation. Like I want to be validated. Uh, and with that, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.